Yo, 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 you tuning into the Notion Podcast. This your boy Dizzy D Spill with my co-host in the building, Jelani Evans. And you are tuning in to another episode of Boss Talk. I didn't know you was ready already. I was enjoying my snack. Uh, we What's doing up, though, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Me and the brother Jelani were just having a conversation about, you know, the the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. Should we keep doing certain things? Should we not keep doing certain things? Because we live in a, a time frame. How'd you put it? Where people are just mainly focused on results? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say they're focused on it. I would feel like that people would are focused on more on the results. You know what I'm saying? But it seems like you get more of a response when you show the process. Yeah. And in certain instances, I feel like you can only show the process. Now, I don't feel like you can show the process at all, actually. I don't feel like that's, I feel like that's giving away certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, giving away, like, the value in in who you are, what you do. Like, if I was a seamstress, I would show the materials, and then I'd show you the finished product. I'm not going to show you how I cut my stencils or what type of machine I'm using or how I sew or any like because I feel like that's game. Yeah. And they say the game is to be sold, not to be told. And plus if I went through the hours and hours of studying, researching, trial and error and really learning to, you know, to make it all, to re- to make my art what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna just get out of the way. Look at what I'm doing, y'all, so y'all can pick up, you know what I'm saying, what I got going on and then not even want to fuck with mm. me, just do it yourself. Yeah. No, that's I don't you know what I'm saying? So but in the age of social media, it's always about showing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Behind the is. scenes, it's almost like a lot of behind the scenes stuff is shown to prove that it's actually you almost. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a lot of stuff. Like, I think it's definitely that. But I also believe that it's something that we discussed before where there's a lot of social proof involved. So when somebody feels like or when when the audience feels like you've proven yourself, that's when they'll take that step to start acknowledging, supporting and sharing and liking and getting you in the algorithm. And um and a good an example that I'll use, uh, a very a person that was being labeled as controversial was Kevin Samuels. A lot of people agree with them, a lot of people disagree with them over the past two years, because he got hot over the past two years and then he, you know, and eventually he passed away, right? But the crazy thing about it is so many people formed an opinion, which it was the publicity he needed. So many people formed an opinion about the guy and he had only really been relevant on a national level for two years. But when you go look at his YouTube page right now, he had over 800 videos. So do you really think all 800 videos is about the things that people are talking about or maybe the last 50 to 100? Yeah, probably like the last 100. You know what I'm saying? So that means he was probably doing something and he was like, you know what, I'm going to go in a different direction and see if this is what people want to hear me say. That's why I thought it was ironic that people were complaining about his content 
because you didn't care about the first 700 videos. So it's, it's, it's really one of those things where now when you're, when you have that social proof, when other people are paying attention and then, and then now you're looking at it too, like, Oh, what's going on over there? Cause we see it even, even here local, there's a lot of people, there's a few people here local that have certain exposure and get certain support, but it's after people have felt like they've proven themselves for some kind of way, whether they've got an ad in a certain newspaper or article, or if they're in a commercial or if they've done some kind of collaboration or they're at a certain event, people love to love to connect themselves kind of in a narcissistic way. They love to connect themselves to somebody that they feel is starting to become successful or already successful, but never during the process. It's never during the process. It's hardly ever during the process. So why does the process matter then? Um, it doesn't. It only matters to the person that's actually doing it. That's what's that's the, that's the cold part. Like it's yeah. it's gonna matter to the entrepreneur. It's gonna matter to the to the business owner building it brick by brick. But everybody else, they don't care until you've been proven. Until somebody shouts you out, or until you make it on the television. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where then it's like, oh, oh, I didn't know. I, or the classic, I see you. I didn't see you before, but now I, I see you. Nah, you've been seeing me. You just see me in a different light now. That's wild. That's crazy, right? That's wild. Uh, so it's I mean, not genuine either. That's not authentic. Yeah, that's when you get the whole that's when you get the whole mentality and attitude. I think we had this discussion before where people start moving a certain type of way and everybody feels like, oh, ever since they got on, they acting funny. It's like, no, they're acting funny probably because how you're acting now that they're on. It's not you. It's really them. They're just being more cautious with you. See, when you're in the process, right, you're not cautious. You just want the exposure. You want to network. You want to talk. You want to get feedback and all this other stuff, right? But, you know, it's crazy, but in the midst of going through the process, you start to... uh come into a certain understanding so you start moving differently uh-huh. absolutely you start to cut back on a lot of stuff in a sense you trim the fat because certain things are working and certain things aren't working uh-huh. right? like you said uh <clears throat> and it was it was i'm glad that you said this because i really wanted to talk about it so it's like you said you know trying one thing and it didn't work so he decided to go a different route when you were speaking about kevin samuels and uh-huh. i feel like that's something that entrepreneurs experience a lot as in feeling something not working right and then choosing to go another route mm-hmm. or trying to figure out another way to make it happen and that shit can be frustrating bro that can be extremely discouraging because there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh variables that can come into play and in a lot of cases it's a lot of what you spoke on as far as like people seeing you but not in a sense seeing the value yeah, because that's what it comes down to, right? Seeing right. a different light. So once you become acknowledged on a certain scale, then people start to see the value in what you're doing because others have acknowledged you on a certain scale, right. basically. Right. So before that, you're you're in grind mode. You're hustling. You're trying mm-hmm. to get your name out there. You're trying to get exposure, like you said, network, right. rock with people because this is the process. Right. And when people start to disregard what you do, downplay it, ignore it, you're not really getting the networking opportunities that you were expecting nor the exposure the relationships yeah. all that shit doesn't yeah. seem to be really so then you decide to go another route uh-huh. and 
nothing was wrong with what you were doing in the first place. It's just the lack of their understanding or appreciation or seeing a value in what it is that you mm-hmm. do. Or even just taking the time to like, five minutes. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, <laughs> five minutes. It's, that's, it's so frustrating because I, I, if people would just do a little bit of research, if they did their due diligence, if yeah. you really took, because that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, like Kevin Samuels had 800 videos. 800. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. That means Especially you can watch. If they're like 15 minute plus. You can watch video every day for two years. Especially if it's like 15 minute plus, 10, 15 minute plus. Mm-hmm. That's, that's. So to think about all that you've done in a certain time span and to not really have any of it valued or acknowledged the way you feel it should be. Mm-hmm. And then you change your course. Yeah. And so then it's like. And then you have the. Then you have the whole what people acknowledge about your body of work versus everything you put into it. That I think that's frustrating for all of us because it's like, that's cool that you like that because I may be right here, but man, this was my holy grail. This right here, what I did X amount of years ago, that that's I, to me, that's always been difficult, even like with doing music. You know, I, I, I was really rocking with that. I'm like, man, I couldn't tell. Do you know... What Pyrex Vision is? Nah. Pyrex Vision is a amateur clothing line that Virgil Abloh put out before Off White. Oh wow! Right. Okay. But unless you were in the underground, like, or and really like tapped in, you didn't really know too much about it until after. When people want to go do their research on after, after the fact, and, yeah. it's, and it's and it's crazy. And when I it's all, it's it's like post Virgil Abloh, may he rest in peace, because mm-hmm. it's not until after he passes away that people want to go back and look at all that he's done and his research and everything that he was mm-hmm. attached to and what he did. And you say, well, well, how did he start? You can go back to his earlier stages and you learn about Pyrex Vision, which was like <clears throat> it was almost a prototype for Off White. In a sense, with, okay. with the way he said to build a um, a clothing line, we were talking about like you know what I'm saying uh, get cheap, get cheap clothes. You feel me? And then like a uh, vinyl cut, right. you know, print the you know, and just like he had this whole little like outline for how to create a clothing line, and then he like executed it with Pyrex Vision, and then turned around and did it on a bigger scale with Off White, uh-huh. and so it's just like. The things that he did beforehand, they were dope. Right. They just weren't valued till after the fact. So it's almost like you just have to keep going and stay the course and know that if you really about it, when you get to where you're going, things will be valued after right. the fact. But it's also like after the fact. Like I would love for things to be valued in the moment or you know what I'm saying, during that time that it's been created or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, showcased. Yeah. Because that's like, that's what you want. That's what you're going for, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. What's yeah, I would, I would love that too. I think even me, you know, it's almost like um, the way that my mind works is kind of like a martial artist, right? When you, when me and you are both, you know, pretty, pretty good fans of different martial art flicks. And what one of the things that I always have in common with all the movies or that they all have in common is, you know, when they're doing the training, right? And they're hitting stuff and they're bleeding and they're building that callus to where it doesn't even affect them anymore. That's kind of like what started happening to me 
over the years of getting into different things where I'm get, building this callus from my personally, where it's like certain things that used to really affect me is just kind of like whatever. I understand. I got to get here t- to be heard. And that's what, you know I what I'm saying, saying about <clears throat> trimming the fat. Mm-hmm. You start operating differently when you're going through the process because mm-hmm. as you get out here and you network and you like you know kind of expose yourself, you put yourself out there in a lot of different ways. Yeah. For sure. And you start to see the lack of acknowledgement and response. Mm-hmm. You start to see or feel like it's not effective. Mm-hmm. So then you change course. You right. start going about things differently. Well, okay, maybe me being out at all these different events and passing out flyers, isn't it? Maybe I'm going to focus more on the, um, you know, ad aspect of it, technology, right? You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. that's where it's at it. email marketing thing, or whatever the case may be. <clears throat> but that's the thing, bro, like, in the midst of trying to figure out what works and going through the process to not get discouraged. Yeah. Also, while trying to be as authentic with the public and yourself as possible, because we've seen every day we see somebody that gives the perception that they got things going in, in a good direction or they're successful or whatever the case is. And that draws people in. And then later on down the line, they get exposed or their story gets exposed. So like main, it's almost like you're maintaining your integrity. You know what I'm saying? And being transparent, being thorough, and then dealing with the fact that because you're like that, there's a certain type of attention you're not going to get certain type of, relationships you're probably not going to build because even when people like here here's my 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 uh my disdain for something when i listen to hip-hop artists talk about other hip-hop artists that they just did a collab with or that just came out i hate that when they say oh that's my brother you know that's my brother you know we were it, it it's so fake to me because it's like that person you ain't even known that person like that and don't even talk about you knew them before they blew up because then that makes you look even worse because that means they had to get their opportunity from somewhere else so I, I say that to say, like, when you are networking these days or you're or you're in an environment where you can network, you see a lot of the fake fuck foolery shit, even in those environments, because everybody's just, oh, yeah, this is my boy. and da, 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 woo, But really, everybody's for self. They just probably collaborated on something or they work together. You know what I'm saying? But you ask them questions about they personally like personally how are you guys connected they probably don't know that much and I, I see it every day I see it all the time I see it every time I go to an event and see how people interact with each other so maintaining your integrity is another hard part you know, uh, just want to, to be connected yeah so you'll do whatever it takes and be as fake as, that, as well, fake as you need to be well because like you know like in this city specifically there are like there's cliques there's clicks mm-hmm. and so you know sometimes you gotta affect the funk to be a part of the click to actually be acknowledged because if you're not a part of a click you don't have people rocking with you back uh-huh. you know what I'm saying like vouching for you then right you might not get any acknowledgement or exposure at all mm-hmm. yeah that, I mean it's true it's and true so you know there's that but like in the midst of that how do you not become sour it's that that quote that Batman quote, you, uh, uh, I forget how it went, but it was called, he said you, uh, die the hero, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That one. That is, that's poetry, because we see that all the time, right? I mean, 
I got one person in mind, Will Smith. <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? It. How do you do it? I don't know. I'm not even going to bullshit it. I don't know how you do it because even when, you, when it just seems like somebody's right there, then something happens or... But it's just like, all right, so you have this idea. Mm-hmm. You start out making things happen, going through the process of, you know, executing, bringing it to the front stage for everybody, whether it be a service or a mm-hmm. product. <clears throat> And in the midst of that, you know, you will have your difficulties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your hurdles. Right. And a lot of those hurdles are just a part of business, being an entrepreneur. But then the hurdles that you face as far as like, you know, exposure. Right. Expansion. Mm-hmm. Consistency. Yeah. You know, um, it can be frustrating. And then if there's a lack of acknowledgement because people don't see the value in what it is that you produce, that can become discouraging. You continue to go through the process, but you'll trim the fat, Mm -hmm. right? You'll try to change up things and switch up things and move about things differently. As the theme seems to remain consistent as far as the lack of attention, acknowledgement, Mm -hmm. exposure, not being able to expand because things are moving, you know, the way that you expect them to. Mm -hmm. And you shift, right? Right. All right, I'm going to do it like this. Make sure I'm, I got to take my emotions out of it, right? I got to, because if you don't. Which is very hard to do. Right, because this is your baby. This is what you've invested yourself into, time, effort, money. You know what I'm saying? You believe in this, you know what I'm saying? So you really push a hard line behind it. And things just not shaking for you. Oh my gosh. How do you stay the course, not get discouraged and become sour behind the lack of acknowledgement or attention to people seeing the value and what it is that you bring and you constantly having to shift or make adjustments or making changes because if you're not doing anything wrong necessarily, it's mm-hmm. just a lack of acknowledgement or you know what I'm saying, appreciation or seeing the value, then how many times or how long can you continuously like make adjustments, shift and look to before you just become to a point to where you're sour because you feel like they're not fucking with you for whatever the case may be. And so, you know what I'm saying? Of course, that's emotional, right? Right. But let's be honest, there's no way, as an entrepreneur, there's no way to be in business and not be emotional. Oh, Yeah. I mean, most CEOs, when, when you work, the the bottom people will tell you that most CEOs are assholes, you know, because, but, but, but both sides don't understand what goes into it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, being a CEO, being an owner, chairman, whatever, you know, the label is that's at the very top, there's a lot of big decisions and stressful decisions that you're constantly making at home. And the reason why I say at home is because you never stop working. You're never, you're just not in the office, but you're always working, you know? And that's the issue because as an entrepreneur, you're always working. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And to always be working and not to have anything really come together mm-hmm. in a way that it should and you're consistently fighting this uphill battle well one thing I, I do want to debunk, debunk is the whole just keep grinding just keep hustling motto yeah that's bullshit it is 
I think the truth is, is that you have to keep grinding. You have to keep hustling for as long as you want to keep doing it. But your focus should be relationships. Point blank, period. Because there are so many different brands, so many different businesses that give you great quality, great service, and they get no exposure and no acknowledgement. But yet, the masses complain about the lack of service, customer service, quality, all of these different things from bigger companies and corporations that they continue to invest in, that they continue to keep going back to. So, you know, that's that. What did Einstein say? You keep doing something over and over again and expecting a different result. That's insanity, right? Well, that's my message to the to the masses. But. The whole, yeah, you just got to keep hustling, you got to keep grinding, you got to keep believing in yourself. And man, please, there's been plenty of people, the people that we consider goats that went to, went through a process where they didn't believe in themselves at the moment because they were going through something. They were going through some emotions. So I would say at this point in time right now, right, it could change maybe 5, 10, 20 years from now. But at this point right now, I do believe a major focus should be relationships, finding you know, a, a relationship with people in the business world, somebody, someone, it doesn't have to be multiple people, someone that can just get you to the next step that you've been trying to get to without you compromising your integrity. And that, that right there is the hardest part because most scenarios people are compromising that if they have any, if they have any integrity. If it's necessarily somebody who can even do that, who can even do that <clears throat> yeah. as far as help you get to the next level. Because, I mean, if you don't know what it is that you're missing or what it takes for you to, you know, break through the glass ceiling, per se, um, so to speak, you know, then how will you know to attach yourself to? You know what I'm saying? How will you know who to? That's a good question. And, and that's what I'm saying, because it's like, bro. If you've been doing this for a while and you get and you're starting to get discouraged and you're starting to get sour because this uphill battle, which is what it is, is is not penning out or producing anything in your favor. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like you racking your brain at this point. Right. What do I do? What am I doing? What do I need to do different? What am I doing wrong? Where am I missing the step? It's almost like. And we had this conversation because I made a post and the post was about a father who gave his daughter a car and told her to go to the used car place and see how much they value it for. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. said, oh, it's only a couple thousand. I said, oh, okay. Well, bet. And take it to another place and see how much they value it for. And they said, oh, well, you know, give it some paint or whatnot. It'll be worth such and such. And I t- All right, I'll take it to a, collect- mm-hmm. a car collector's club. You know what I'm saying? Got offered for 150000 you know what I'm saying? And the the, the uh, moral of the story was go where you're valued, right? But mm-hmm. if you're making all these adjustments and all these changes, right, to try to go where you're valued or gain exposure <clears throat> in an area where you'll be acknowledged for your services or your product to gain value, right? Yeah. Or be appreciated for the value that you bring and it's not being acknowledged mm-hmm. and you keep making adjustments and changes trying to gain that exposure that will get you the customers that you need and want. Yeah. All right. At some point you hit a, a brick wall, right? right? That's far. Tra- so then I mean, so now all right, I'm missing something. I'm not doing something right. Mm-hmm. There's something. 
but now how would you necessarily know who to reach out to to help you get over or that hump or you know break through that that glass ceiling or that brick wall you see what i'm saying because yeah a lot of us are majority of us as far as entrepreneurs are in the same boat you know what i'm saying like see that's the key right there i think that um I think that reaching out is pretty dangerous because you don't know what you're getting involved in. But I think what should happen, in my opinion, I think uh, a start of a remedy is people that are like minded, but maybe in different industries are working with each other more, are building a kind of a group economics type of scenario. The only thing that I think that uh, uh, distorts it a little bit or the distorts that vision is the fact that people have to take the competition mindset out of it. And, and the reason why I say that is because people are so competitive because they're trying to get to the next level or they're trying to do whatever it is that they're trying to do that they don't even realize that the people that they could be connected with aren't even in the same industry, but they can definitely help each other in a lot of different ways. I mean, I could see that. I mean, when we read articles like I, I seen an article where I think and I don't even know the validity of it, but it seems it seems pretty uh, seems pretty believable where I think Bill Gates helped out Steve Jobs back in the day with. Uh, with uh, Macintosh, you know, there are people those are within the same industry, which is rare to see, but. You know, we've read things about cross-branding. You know what I'm saying? And I think there's not enough of it for the smaller businesses and the entrepreneurs. Well, that's a whole other issue in itself. And I say that because majority of people are out for self. Mm -hmm. There's also clicks. Mm -hmm. So it's like trying to network with somebody and if they're in a circle uh-huh. and click and nobody vouches for you, nobody can, you know, then they might, them, they might be hesitant to even rock with you because you're not connected to anybody that they know. About, oh, yeah, he does. You see what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. You see, you feel like, okay, well, you don't and, really have anything that I value. Not even that. It's just, you don't fuck with anybody I fuck with. <laughs> so I'm not going to fuck yeah, with yeah. you. Like, let, yeah. No, it's just breaking yeah. down to that. That's what yeah. I mean by these clicks and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, that's what you got going on. That's cool. And then, you know, you go back and you talk to your people. Like, anybody? No, y'all don't? Oh, okay. Well, since don't nobody know, nigga, throw the flyer. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to fuck with anybody I know don't fuck with them? That's crazy. Clothing, man. shoes, services, hair, right? Mm-hmm. Makeup, food. Let's be honest. If you don't know somebody that can vouch and shares and repost and really vouch for you in campaign, I'm not fucking with that. In uh-huh. a lot of cases, I'm cool. Uh-huh. Nope. Who do you know that I really know that, you know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy about that, right? Is the people that operate like that, the only people that are supporting and fucking with them are those people. Like, nobody, I don't really see a whole lot of outside entities that's really uplifting like that. It's usually just that click. Psh. In a lot of cases, though, that's all you need. You need a team. Yeah, you do. You need a team. I've always, I've always you preached need a t- that. In the, but that's the thing about it. Don't nobody want to be team players. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, 
you're going through this uphill battle and it's like confiding in others who might have the key for you. I doubt that because don't nobody want to be a team player. Everybody's out for self. I'm very so cautious about Finding that, people that yeah. really network with you and fuck, fuck with you on that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nothing. And that's the thing about it. As an entrepreneur and working on something and believing in it and it being your baby and you being that invested, you're going to be reluctant just to put yourself out there with certain people because I've been down that road trying to network and fuck with everybody and I've had to trim the fat and step back and operate differently and that has had me close myself off in a certain way because being that exposed has not done anything for me in the past. So now you want me to sit up here and look and confide in other people and rock us. Nah, I'm not doing any of that because how genuine are they going to be even in the first place? Not very. No, not, not see, at all. And then if they see... Uh, opportunity for themselves in it then they're gonna do it based off of that but how genuine is that it's not that's what I'm saying like it ain't nah nah uh, your team it sounds good it sounds dope as fuck your but team the is the only it, person that you should have an expectation for being for being genuine in this day and age but that's the thing about it finding a team where they're genuine okay you let's see, do this you see what I'm saying let's do this your definition of a team for kicks and sneakers what is your definition of a team spicy dill pickle uh, that while i'm eating (laughs) (laughs) so hold on give me a second i'll repeat the question your definition for kicks and sneakers what i mean a whole breakdown like person playing that position, how many? No, what is your vision? Do all that. That's like slimy. Like, I'm not asking you to build the Warriors. Damn near, because you want me to give you <laughs> roles and positions and definitions. <laughs> but I mean, like generally, a team is just enough for people to understand. I mean, everybody working towards one goal, mm-hmm. and and see the thing about it is like, would oh, they have to? That? Would they have to rep? Kicks and sneakers, like I'm a, I'm a, okay. So, I have a team for kicks and sneakers, right? Okay. And everybody has certain. Um, I don't want to say responsibilities. Everybody has certain gifts. Okay, I see what you're saying. Everybody has certain talents, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, while I might be kicks and sneakers, maybe I have a digital artist. Okay. Feel me. Maybe I have a photographer, videographer. Okay. Right? And say I have somebody who helps with the clothing, designer slash embroiderer. Okay. That's, everybody has certain roles, right? Everybody has certain roles based on their talents. I don't expect you to do anything other than what's necessary for what you do in your lane. Concerning kicks and sneakers. Do I expect you to rep it? Yeah, to a certain extent. Because I also, I mean, like, if we're working towards one thing, the goal is to get the brand to a certain level, right? Right. Like, we want it on a national platform. We we want it, we want to be able to do drops and sell out. You know what I'm saying? We want to have people signing for the newsletter and expecting drops, looking forward to them. You know what I'm saying? We want a certain sense of hype. Of course, we want it to be authentic so that it is maintained, right? If it's genuine, it will see the test of time. But ultimately, we want to see kicks and sneakers out there. And in the midst of that, have the understanding that if kicks and sneakers is getting 
all this publicity, right? All this attention. Mm -hmm. While I may be the face of Kicks and Sneakers, it's all of us who get the attention because it doesn't happen if one of us isn't operating the way that they need to, right? Because everybody has responsibility. So everybody has to execute and do what it is that they're known for, what they're talented for, what they're gifted for to help the brand get to where it's supposed to be when a brand gets there. Everybody gets the acknowledgement for it. I might be the face because I'm out front because it is my brainchild, and that's fine as long as everybody understands. As long as one shines, we all shine because it takes all of us to make this happen. Right? Right. So with that being said, there's no crabs in a... A bucket mentality crabs in a barrel mentality nobody's trying to get over on or or climb over or somebody else gets shine and you get upset and try to step on their toe like nah you know what i'm saying like we might be in one aspect of of the uh of moving with a face with the company where everything we shoot all of our photos are just fire like oh my gosh y'all just every like who's then that means the photographer is ultimately shining for kicks and sneakers because they're taking all the shots they're editing all the shots right yeah. Right. What if we go on a run where the clothing is just fire? Everything, everything they don't miss. Every time they produce a, a article of clothing, a piece they do not miss. Whether it's it's, it's some jog, jogger pants, right? Mm -hmm. Sweater, crew neck. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a komodo top. A, you know what I'm saying? Like they just don't miss. Then that would be the designer, right? And, and embroidery, right? That's the all the because they're producing the clothing. I might have some help in the designing aspect, but overall, that would be so that they would be getting the shine. Ultimately, they would be the reason kicks and sneakers is shiny. So playing your role, right? Being consistent in your position was meant for you. It's gonna come to you regardless, and you'll get your shine when the time presents itself. That you think much, it's hard? That pretty much sums it up. That 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 do it for you. Do you think it's difficult finding people that understand that concept, or finding people that are focused on their craft that can contribute Both. to that concept? Both? Both. Okay. Both. Because in this day and age, everybody wants to spotlight. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be known. Everybody wants to be on Front Street. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Social media has created a stage that. Everybody feels that they can shine on at the same time. And everybody wants to shine on. Everybody wants to go viral. Everybody wants to be known for something. Everybody wants to be seen for something out there, right? You know what's crazy, bro? Like, for a while, I wanted to do something that maybe went viral. Not for the attention. Just for access to a network. Well, I mean... The people that should, in a sense, kind of go viral. I mean, and I say that, and I say that just because it's like the people who have other things going on, businesses, right, products, services, actually doing things. They don't. They rarely go viral. It's usually the people who have nothing else going on, right, and have the time to record some stupid shit or make some crazy <laughs> ass real TikTok or do some shit that's world star, right worthy or some shit that says that person might need mental health they they might need help they might need help with their mental health they might not no, I kept it. you know what i'm saying like those type of people viral they like man everybody's sharing it reposting it laughing like making memes 
right? The, the mm-hmm. meme generator starts going crazy and you start seeing all these type of memes and these pictures and reposts of the video. And before you know it, it's everywhere and people are, um, say there was something that was said in the video or something like that, right? Now it's the saying, right? Yeah, people yeah, People attaching yeah, the yeah, saying yeah, to other yeah. stuff. Before you know it, that shit might be on a t-shirt or a hat. You know what I'm saying? It just, but where was the person that, from that video, I mean, did they have any business going? They have anything that they could promote Bro, I, outside I of that? I swear, did they nine have times out of ten, that they, they could didn't. build no. off of nope. and take that and nope. run nope. with nope. it. Nope. They went viral. I'm like, okay, what are they doing now? Well, I actually have a business and I've been doing this. This is my art. This is my craft. This is and so if you guys could actually check me out. <laughs> You know what happens? Hey, after. this is such and such from the mean. Got him. Yeah, man, I got some other stuff going on that y'all should check out. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, that shit rarely ever happens. They try to come out. They try to yeah, capitalize they try to capitalize after capitalize the fact. off of being viral yeah. instead of having something going on that they can be like, well, I'm viral because of such and such, but I actually have a craft and I'm not too bad at it. So check this out. My, um, I actually follow a, uh, and this is what trips me out. This lets me know, like, the social media and the algorithm thing. Like, it really, it's really a different type of dragon, a different type of demon. I follow a, a, a female who's a really good cook. And she does the cooking videos. She has a cookbook. She has, like, all of these different products. But she has, like, multiple pages. And... On her other page, she's like a, a like like the IG, the typical IG female. And the crazy thing is, is I believe that her cooking is more, in my opinion, more successful, more exposure. But because you know people are so wrapped up in that exposure, that fame, they want to be seen. They want to be seen. She still does the other shit, and it trips me out because I'm like, yo, you're a great cook. Like you have products and books and people are like yo i'm gonna try this recipe tonight and the crazy thing is she's more consistent with it but it's just not letting go of the i want to be seen like this it, it that is the power of social media and social media so it's hard to like find people to play certain roles because mm-hmm. they don't want to be they don't want to play the background they don't want to be behind the even scenes. if they play the background secretly they don't want to play the background they want to they want to move their way up and, and that's the whole thing so mm-hmm. you're playing your position with an ulterior motive so how serious are you about your position mm-hmm. how well can I expect you to produce how well do you, how much do you like know you said, the importance of your position right because you said focusing on the craft right mm-hmm. if a lot of times when you focus on the craft you really don't care about it's almost like what James Harden said and I don't know if you've heard this. He was, you know, said this recently. It was heard him saying that uh, I told, I think it's the owner or the GM. I can't remember. Oh, I right think now, I've seen this. Yeah, David about Daryl Morey, whatever. It's mm-hmm. like I told him to go out and get whoever we need to make us contenders and just give me what's left over. Mm. Now, see, saying something like that, being viewed as a superstar, is you thinking more about the craft, the team, and winning than yourself because when you're thinking about yourself, you're thinking about the payday. Right. Right? Thinking about your spending habits. Yeah. Oh, man. You said we need a point guard and a small forward, huh? Y'all got to figure that shit out. 152 mil. (laughs) (laughs) How are we going to pay anybody else? Y'all ain't, so what, y'all, y'all ain't got nothing else in the bank after 162 mil? Well, we're not saying that. All right, well, then make it work. Yeah. Yeah, figure it out. And give me my bread. Man, all of it. 
<laughs> right? That's exactly what that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, I did I did see that and I thought that like damn man, you don't see that too often. Well, there's a lot of things going on. He ha- he's in a position where he wants to win. Right. He's also not um producing at the rate that he should. Mm-hmm. Understanding that though, he also has put the team first. Yeah. Rare breed. Putting the team first. Playing the background, being focused on the ultimate goal and not your own personal goals, bro. That's hard. So to find people that are willing to team up and do that, because the thing about it is this: so, all right, say something happens and then your name is left off the credits, <laughs> boy. You gonna flip? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's unacceptable, bro. Yeah. Well, you know, because you're more concerned about the personal goals than the team goals. Because at, at some point, right, mm-hmm. if that's what you do and you're known for that and you are making it happen for it, the team at some point, you're going to get your chance to shine. A lot of times that type of stuff is a test. It's most, a test to see who, who's most really people, rocking or who's really solid. Well, most or who's of these really, people think they want it until they get it and then they try to give it back. Well, because actual exposure and being out there sucks, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. Because you're susceptible to criticism, heckling, trolling, all of this shit. And then you want to open your, you know, open your feelings up and say, I don't like this. Or talking about me or my family. Well, dude, I don't want it. Kodak Black said something in a song. He said, I got no peace. I can't do nothing private. I can't do nothing private. And... You got to think about that. I was like, that sucks, bro. Because think about it. When you are a celebrity, when you do get to a certain, you know what I'm saying? A celebrity influencer, painter, doctor. Some, when you get to a certain level uh-huh. and there's that exposure and people know who you are, then it's whenever you step outside. It's over. They're watching. It's over. There's people Who's watching? Who's house? watching? Everybody. Everybody. The people. They're watching. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. What don't you? Is that J-Rod? Jelani outside walking his dog. Look, look, look. I got him. Yeah. I see him. Yeah, I'm live. Yeah. <laughs> On top of that, being live. Like, every, everybody could be a pop. Jelani got a poodle. He walking his poodle a lot. You see, see this shit? Hey, I'm going to do numbers. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like he's just, and even that's crazy because they'll do stuff like that to get on the same level as the person they're recording. Well, they they want to be the source. Viral. Yeah, they want. Yeah, they want to go viral. They ain't go viral for the source, and they got nothing going. You <sighs> dumb. I'm so, just saying, but you know what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like, like you said, getting to that level and not thinking you want something that you want. See, everybody wants the money that comes with the fame. Nobody really wants the fame. I promise you. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I like, agree with that. Like I the exposure. It's tied to the fame, but you can be famous and broke. Yes, you can be famous and broke, and you can be and you can be rich and a nobody. And I'll take the rich nobody. Well, you know, there's no pictures of me on my social media, like on my IG, mm-hmm. all business. Mm-hmm. There's no, but you didn't see me for. All right. I had somebody tell me like I posted uh, it was a video or something on my stories. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought you was. Hispanic. Thought she was a Mexican. <laughs> oh, really? So no. I would like to hear this. How did you come up with that conclusion? Because never seen me. I don't know. <laughs> and then it's like when I'm working on stuff, I got gloves on. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like, like I thought she was Hispanic. Like no, I'm Afro American. I'm a black guy. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but it's, but that's fine though. That's fine with me yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not doing what I do because I want everybody to know who I am. Yeah, I mean, you I would want, like you every, want the brand. I would like everybody there. to know who I am, but I, me as in kicks and sneakers. Right, and, right, and, right, right. And then from there, long as you know who the brand is, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's. I mean, most of us prefer like. I just want you to know the brand. I want you to know what I'm doing and what my intentions are. Like me, that's another story. That's bro. No, no I'm not even. I'm boring. <laughs> Kick some sneakers though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we lit over here. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. be doing things. I, I do I do think that um I do think that there's this all these different pockets that you know we go through in, in entrepreneurship and giving giving some kind of credit to, you know, the average person, the average consumer. No, there's a lot of shit that they got to weed through too. You know, there's so much there's so because there's so many for every person that's authentic and that really has something great to offer, there's 30 motherfuckers that don't but give that perception. So, you have people that do lose trust. So even when we say like do the research like today, right? Well, it's, you know, a lot of people have um better resources. That's really, I yeah. feel like that's really what it comes down to. In yeah. a lot of cases, a lot of people who are not genuine or authentic in certain instances, but mm-hmm. do get that type of rapport, right. have followings, I think it's because of just having the resources to be able to produce mm-hmm. and come across like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. To be sure. able, you know what I'm saying, to put that facade out there and maintain it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like not, that's and so because that's all you need for so many people is just that that cover of the book, right? Consistency. Well, yeah, yeah. A lot of people can't read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then if you can be consistent, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. A lot of people are visual. People do not read, bro. Well, that's the direction that they're. I mean, we could we could spend a whole other hour and a half Ooh, on. Let's not. But that's the direction people are being shifted into. That's if well, people well, understand. Even, if people understand well, what I'm saying is like, if you look at the different phases of social media from way back when you were just getting out of high school, when I was just getting out of high school, it was very simple. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like where it's at now, it's all visual. Yeah, IG, yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like if you do a reel versus just a picture, you'll do more. You're gonna do crazy, crazier numbers than just a photo. Oh yeah, easy. Mm-hmm. And then you think about TikTok. People do all type of stuff on TikTok. TikTok is its own other world. But then people take stuff from TikTok and they share it on other platforms, right? So that you can see a video. I've had people send me TikTok links. Like you don't have TikTok, but you gotta see this video, right? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, And right, so it's right, just right. like, it's all about visuals now. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's crazy because I don't like, if you produce more content from reels versus photos, you might do more business. Right. But the effort and the energy. Effort, energy. Who got the time? Like, editing the content, <laughs> Who has bro? the time to do all, like, you have to have the time. It, well, when, when, you're, when you are, don't have a team, yeah, you have to force yourself to make time for bro, it. And that's the thing. When you don't have a team, it's difficult being the photographer, the videographer, the editor. Bro, that's... <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Because, like... I know. That's all just for the reels. What about all the other behind-the-scenes stuff that has to be done? Well, the work. Oh, yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah, the work. The work. Yeah. You know, all that other shit is the entertainment... To get people in, you still got to do the work. Damn it. Yeah. 
Wish I had a team. <laughs> yeah, man, I know. Bro, like Steph Curry and them are all spoiled, by the way. They got teams. Yeah, hey, having a team. <laughs> Come play is this awesome, sport, man. Having a team is awesome. It's just, you know. Nah, it is, man. It's, but it, you know, I, I, a lot of the articles and stuff that I read, uh, more on the level of like the wealthy and the rich. And, you know, they say a lot of, a lot of wealthy men don't really hit that wealth until they're in their 40s, you know, between like 45 and 49 years old. And that may, and the more that, I see individuals like yourself and I that are doing what we're doing, the more I'm understanding why it takes that long. I missed a dope game. Yeah. <laughs> My fault. Just reminiscing. You, you got me drinking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I do. I understand so much more why. Like, I'm like, okay, I see. Why I missed a dope game? No, oh, I, you're talking about no, oh, that's yeah, different. You're talking about the topic. Sorry, guys. Most people, even people that wasn't in the dope game, missed the dope game. Um, but, but like I said, that's what I understand more why now because there's so much shit you got to swim through. Oh yeah, you're talking about being rich in your forties. Yeah. Well, just flourishing in your forties. I would say the level of success that you've been trying to obtain from the work that you've put in. Ah, got you. You see fruits what I'm saying? Of, fruits of your labor. Yeah, I like that though. That's you know, like dirty thirties, flourishing forties. Ooh, I'm coining that by the way. That's Swanee Evans. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> if I hear anybody anywhere, I'm coming for you. You've heard it first here on the Notion Podcast. Boom. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Boss Talk. Y'all know what to do. You gotta follow, like, subscribe, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you're following us or tuning in from. Spotify, do Apple. all that. Yeah, yo, listen to the Spotify app. We have the audio. Some of y'all ain't doing nothing at work anyway, so you might as well listen to what we gotta say. I had somebody like literally just tell me that they appreciate and enjoy the content. So, oh, that's you. what's up. Shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to you. Thank you. We would toast to you, but you're not here to have a drink. Um, I'm still toasting. <laughs> this your boy Dizzy D Spill here with my co-host in the building, Jelani Evans. You've been tuning in. You've been tuning in to the Notion Podcast. Boss talk. You heard me get off this mic as I'm starting to start. <laughs> Anyways, until next time. Peace out.